0: Hey skins and jelly
1: hey 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 my sisters
0: and my brother and the time is coming near Coming come oh man break her. I've been on a Big Frank Turner Kick lately. Uh, what's up, everybody? That's right. Learn and Learn number 18 with me, Old oh, Uncle Rapsheet number 18, Solo Cast. Uh, that That's right. Welcome. It is June 27th, 2018. It's 4.09 p.m. This is going to be a fun podcast. How, how are you, everyone? Uh, that's right. It's been a lovely, uh, I want to say, lovely, ro- lovely week. It's been a complicated, tough week that we as as a as a as a nation are the the eyes of the world are on us, and it's certainly terrible to see exactly what's going on the kids being separated from their parents and more importantly just the blatant disregard of what our wonderful country is supposed to be up, is supposed supposed to be about because there's supposed to be due process, and there is none This is a big problem. And we definitely need to do something about it. So definitely be sure to talk to your Congress folk, your senators, and your House of Representatives because, well, it's really important. And I don't know why you wouldn't, but you never know. Some people are really, really, really crazy. Um, well, I guess we should just go ahead and jump into it. But first, I want to go ahead and I want to thank everybody for being, uh, for being with us. On the podcast, it's definitely been a lot of fun. It's picking up. And I do have good news. Uh, I got my dis- well, I, I got the news about my disbursement for going back to school to get my my audio engineering uh, bachelor's. So it's, it's very, very exciting. And I'm definitely glad that I'll be pursuing the actual paper. So along the way, we can talk about it. And I can share it with you folks. And we can cover my journey. I made a Patreon, too. So you'll be able to go to Patreon. It's Patreon.com-nerden. Again, Patreon.com-nerden, and we'll definitely be able to do a lot more, a lot more cool things together. Uh, but it's definitely going to be strange to be a 31-year-old going back to school, uh, surrounded by all these uh, not millennials, Generation Y. Yes, that's right. Uh, it's going to be pretty crazy to be surrounded by a bunch of kids, but it's going to be refreshing. Because life is really, really, really short and it's certainly important to want to, uh, integrate integrate with everybody that you can, because you never know what might occur in your life that is going to be what, what nugget of knowledge you just might be able to get. And that might stick with you from someone else that, that is not necessarily your age, uh, so, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, all right. So, uh, all, all my LGBTQ plus friends, uh, there's been a string of transgender murders. Uh, it could be the work of serial killer in the Florida area. So, if you're in Florida, be aware of what's going on because there are certainly some issues. And there's just a lot of people that generally hate because that they feel that they should. Uh, that's occurring right now, so you should definitely uh, definitely be be careful. This was by Tim Fitzsimmons on NBC News uh, on June 26, 2018 at about 5 o'clock. And it's, uh, it's on NBCNews.com. So go check out the link. In uh, and, and other news, um, I'm just going over some uh, news that I generally w- wanted to bring up. Uh, Ivanka Trump donates 50000 to to uh, Plano's Prestonwood Church to aid its campaign to help migrant children. Probably after that huge blunder with the coat. She certainly has a lot of amends to make. That's uh, that's from Dallas News, powered by the Dallas Morning News. Uh, let me see who, who wrote the article. I'm not going to do an article about someone someone's article, uh, but it's content that I generally normally wouldn't see. And I think that it's it's all important. Um, Bay Area news: One hundred seventeen thousand dollars a year now is considered low income in three Bay Area counties. Uh, this is according to CBS SF, so they, they definitely know what they're talking about. Uh, let's see: San Francisco, San Mateo, and Marin counties. Uh, you're cons- if you make below one hundred seventeen thousand one hundred seventeen thousand four hundred dollars you're officially poor uh i might need to actually be inclined to agree with that because being in the north bay um we don't have a great necessarily but we don't have it badly uh unlike some people so i definitely feel that uh, there is some legit some legitimacy to that uh, uh there is a legitimacy to, to that statement so i definitely i'll i'll, I'll give i'll Agree with them on that one for sure. Uh, Joe Jackson, dead at 89. Um, uh, the father of the Jackson Five, Michael Jackson and, and insert, and, you know, answer music pop star here. Um, dead at 89. Pancreatic cancer. Uh, cancer is no joke. So I, 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 definitely don't want to be offensive to the family. So my heart goes out to everyone that's affected by this. Uh, you should definitely, uh, and, and the, to honor the memory. Of the Jackson Five, I I think uh, we should definitely uh, definitely honor them by throwing on some music that you just might uh, you just might appreciate. I I know that I'm that I've always been a big fan of not necessarily just anyone, but definitely a fan of the Jackson Five. Uh, and in light of that, I'll definitely be uh, rocking out to some of this. That's for sure. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to other news. Boom, boom. All right. Um, Anthony Kennedy retiring from Supreme Court. Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy will step down at the end of July. Departure gives President Trump a second opportunity to fundamentally alter the nation's top court for decades. Senate uh, Senate Senate Republicans plans to move quickly on appointing a successor as the two major parties fight for control of the Senate in November. Uh, That's not good, li- li- uh, friends and individuals of the podcast. Um, this is very bad news because a monopoly, an intellectual monopoly, that can essentially control, you know, the um, infrastructure of the of the modern world, this is a big deal. So we need to keep a closer eye on this. I'm not going to read the article because I'm sure you've heard about this. Is, uh, this is from CNBC.com. Uh, Jake, Jacob Premuck and Marty Steinberg wrote this. Published four hours ago, updated about an hour ago. So this is indeed a trending development. So keep your eyes on it uh, because this is super important. Um, and some show business news uh, that I that I feel is important. That's a bit of a rough cut, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt go back to the sixties and first look at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, this is indeed a relevant time to be uh, to be to be uh, allowing first looks because it's they're certainly going to be addressing uh, in the film. It's about uh, the Manson murders and and events surrounding it, um, and essentially. The show business in the 60s, so it, it certainly wasn't, um, it wasn't the greatest of time periods, there was a lot of questionable behavior from a lot of different people, and a lot of, uh, uh mental health research that wasn't necessarily the best practices, and it was all around, man, eh, not very clean, tell you that much, not very clean. Uh, But I'm definitely excited about it because this this IP is going to really going to be asking us a lot of questions and it's going to make people really think. And more importantly, it's going to go ahead and make all of the money because Quentin Tarantino with a list Hollywood performers teaming up with Brad Pitt and company again. Please, this is going to be amazing. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was for at uh, it's uh doing the premiere circuit. I'm sure I'll be able to catch one of those premieres in the Greater Bay area. Uh it's gonna be exciting. I'm very I'm very I'm very much looking forward to uh watching it indeed. Um there's so much news that I, I want to go ahead and go over. Uh James Gunn has finished the Guardians of the Galaxy volume three script and it's definitely uh, they're going out with a bang for, for this final installment of this version of guardians of the galaxy, because there's going to, there's always, you know, you should, you should always have new, new versions of, of cool characters, you know, uh, have, have their characters develop in a way that we can see them move on so they can possibly do something even greater, uh, that we might be able to enjoy more as fans and I, I certainly have been following it, and you can catch it on NerdLearn's Instagram, all, all the wonderful news. And there is a lot of Marvel news right now. Um, Kevin Feige and a bunch of other uh, producers have revealed that a lot of the MCU heroes are going to be uh, mainly female, uh, which is great because, you know, uh, men have certainly had their time in the spotlight, so I feel that it's certainly time the fairer uh Gender go can go ahead uh, rather one of the fairer genders. Let me catch myself there I can go ahead and allow itself to be in the spotlight and maybe we can start uh, Having more LGBTQ plus heroes and you can find all that news of course at Marvel's website uh, Marvel.com funny story Ron Perlman once peed on his hand before shaking Harvey Weinstein's hand (laughs) Motherfucker Fuck Harvey Weinstein that guy's terrible. Alright, uh, I believe um, that's enough of show business news. Let's go ahead and move on to some uh, uh, anime news. Uh, I don't get to go cover that much anime all that much because I'm a little busy with other IP. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about some some cool IP here in a moment. I'm going to do any spoilers, but I will say I'm going to try and sell a ticket, I suppose, uh, if you will. But Crunchyroll.com Crunchyroll is a great uh, streaming service. I definitely think that you should check them out, especially if you want all kinds of new animated content where you can go ahead and get down with all your favorite anime. Um, There's a lot of new anime that I don't know a damn thing about. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, suggest uh, what's trending right now. Uh, Apparently, uh, Dances with Dragons. Uh, A system for reproducing natural phenomenon and paraphysical acts such as the creations of matter allows humans to wield a power which they once feared as magic. Its mastery has brought advancements to the fields of life where, while facilitating the extermination of the once-rampant dragons and others, Gaius and Gagina, two combat-style Jushiki wielders, run an office in a chaotic frontier town called every Donna and make a living using their art to solve problems and collect bounties one day a dragon hunting job falls into their laps but it's just a start of a plot far deeper oh that's cool I'll check that out and that's uh, coming out on Friday uh, that it looks like what one of the latest episodes um and Full Metal Panic that's the it's it's a series it's going strong it's great animation it's great mech um Uh, Invisible Victory. Konami is a popular girl high school. but uh, Oh, oh, okay, so it's uh, Neon Evangelion type. Oh! All right! Oh, man, nothing like some good cannabis and then watching some anime. It's one of my favorites. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of great content uh, (coughs) out these days. Definitely go to Go to Crunchyroll and uh, check on their homepage shows that they suggest Uh, what's popular right now is My Hero Academia, Black Clover, Steins Gate Zero, One Piece, and 1,054 episodes so far. Congratulations, One Piece. Excellent to see a long-running anime that is still somehow keeping us guessing. Um... Uh, Dragon Ball Super. Uh that, that you should definitely check out. It's doing amazingly. Uh, there's 131 episodes, it looks like, or 131 videos, however many episodes within it. But you know, there's all the companion content in the world that you can imagine for such IP. And Akame Got Kill is one that I is one that I actually went ahead and I checked out. And it gets, it's kind of silly, but under the role of tyrannical Empire Tatsumi, a young swordsman, leaves his home to save his poverty stricken village. He meets a girl named Akame, uh, an assassin who has bought an, an, an assassin who has bought brainwashed and trained, who was bought, sorry, excuse me, brainwashed and trained to kill by the Empire Akame is a member of the secret assassin group called Night Raid, who used special weapons called Tegu. Together, Tatsumi and the members of Night Raid confront the corrupt empire. Confront the corrupt empire, and it looks like a lot of fun. I start watching the first episode, and I'll go a little more into it uh, later. But Crunchyroll.com, check it out, folks. You won't be you won't regret it. Uh, so that I with that, we can go ahead and move on to some gaming news. Um, I I did I did want to talk about. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima for a moment, and let me go ahead and pull that up right now. But um, first of all, great job, sucker punch! I'm definitely really, really impressed with the. I'm uh, Christian Speicher on his podcast made a good point. Um, excuse me. It's it's you know we we already have a God of War. We already have. We already have games like Ghost of Tsushima, but it's a great time period that I would never want to actually go live in, and it's and it's legitimate history that Sony has weighed in on because it's a Western company developing Eastern history, and they just might be able to do it in a capacity that I think is going to go ahead and uh, reach, a, uh, reach a lot of people's heartstrings. Here's 1274 Samurai Warriors are the legendary defenders of Japan. Until the fearsome Mongol Empire invades the island of Tsushima, wreaking havoc and conquering the local population. As one of the last surviving samurai, you rise from the ashes to fight back, but honorable tactics won't lead you to victory. You must move beyond your samurai traditions to forge a new way of fighting, the way of the ghost. As you wage an unconventional war for the freedom of Japan. Which is why it sounds like a lot of fun, because... There might be some historical events that are included uh, with um, with not just the narrative, but what you can do uh, with the mechanics and the gameplay and the sandbox type. I think they might uh, go ahead and how a samurai or a shogun would uh, liberate a village, you know, actual villages that were liberated in capacities that they were actually liberated. That'd be really cool to see is if we can get some minor history that is supportive of the macro uh, IP. So you know, there, there could be some interesting side stories that go ahead and give us something a little more deeper than just hack and slash. And I think that's what they're gonna go at, what Sony is trying to do. Because one day Japan, the island may not be there. And if we can try and tell as much rich history of it as we can now, in every capacity, then we might go ahead and be able to. Maybe there's some secrets that that's on that strange land. You know, maybe maybe there is a way that we can save it by looking to the history. I know it makes me sound crazy, but eh, I've sound I've sounded crazy before. All right, uh Ghost Tsushima, Check it out. Sucker Punch brought it to brought it to you. Uh, we're gonna move on to Naughty Dog. The Last of Us Part Two. I w- I got ahead. I went ahead and I went to. Uh, I got to check it out a little bit more, um, but it's definitely satisfying to see uh, Ellie and Joel back for uh, back for more. And what what I mean by more is uh, the gripping, uh, rich storytelling that Naughty Dog likes to likes to uh, not just have you be able to watch, but Kind of live it, because when you're gaming with such an with such a vast universe, and more importantly, with with such heavy content that really pulls you in, it's almost like you're experiencing and discovering the environments as you're playing as you're playing them. Because with how invested into the IP you are, you actually are discovering the first time you're playing it. And I think that's the difference between someone that is a lover of good IP and, and someone that is uh, console-driven. You know, it's not this console, whatever, I don't care. A good narrative and, and really pulling you into the story, that's the trick that produ- produces just good, good content generally because it's gripping and it does its job. And uh, Last of Us 2 is definitely going to do that because we, we're seeing a bunch of young performers that are going to do that, uh, uh, performance captures. And uh, Nolan North, I'm glad I remembered this, uh, Nolan North uh, was awarded by BAFTA, British uh, Acting Film and Television Awards. He was uh, awarded uh, not a certificate, but an actual trophy uh, for his excellence. And and gaming and it was really really moving to see a gentleman that I that not only was at SF comic-con that that weekend before he was awarded on Monday uh, he was He was moved himself You know after all the cons he does and 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 every appearance he makes It's it's still really cool to hear him speak in a manner that is look man I'm just as susceptible to getting fired as everyone else you know he, he hammers hard all the time for a reason. So congratulations to you, Nolan North, and thanks for being a great inspiration for all kinds of individuals that are whether going to be in post production, pre production, behind the mic, being, uh, being the performance capture, motion capture, whatever you want to call it. But performance matters, and so, and so does uh, development. Uh, but you can't have one without the other anymore. And that's why, you know, Death Stranding is going to be really sought after because norman reedus man he's he is a hot commodity indeed uh let's go ahead and move on oh man i definitely enjoy the uh i've been enjoying a lot of great things lately uh i suppose i'll keep it going uh westworld just wrapped up i i definitely suggest that everybody uh watches westworld because it's going to make you wonder uh About not just about your own consciousness, but it's going to make you wonder about if if you knew that there was artificial intelligence, how would you treat it? You know, would you? I mean, it's a race at that point. Is that racism? There's a lot of profound questions, and I'll do a little bit more Westworld uh, later. I definitely don't want to go into it right now because it's really complicated. But wow. Great job, uh, Jonathan Nolan, and the other executive producer. I'm gonna Google that right now. Uh, the writing this season—some people gave it—they they, they kind of gave it. Uh, a, it doesn't have the fanship that Game of Thrones does, right? Uh, so I think that's the problem that a lot of people apply is well it's not game of thrones well right we don't want game of thrones we want different ip otherwise we'll just keep producing more and more game of thrones types and westworld got got ahead got sorry had the opportunity and the platform to really do something different with time and time uh time periods and time jumps and making you wonder about space time within westworld well, that that that's in order to do it well, it it has to be uh, well organized and well, well the schedule of how you want to write the time periods have to be succinct and with episode releases. So maybe if we got some more episodes this season, it could have been a little better. Or if we had fewer episodes, we could have told a better story in a shorter amount of time. You know. So say what you will. I give this season. I'm going to give it a generous eight out, of, eight out of ten, but that's because there was a lot of social justice and more importantly, uh, socio-cultural concepts that we had to visit. Because when you uh Akate, the uh, the uh, First Nation, uh, when he was. First saw the puzzle next to the booze. I think on uh, C uh, episode four or something. Uh, he walked away from it, and the, and no one remarked on that. In, in all the articles about how there was HBO is weighing in on how cultures are trying to reject uh, the 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 Western way sometimes. In that and in that culture, that's certainly one of them. You know, because uh, unfortunately, there there's a, there uh, there's alcohol, there's addictive problems. As we saw in Taylor Sheridan's, uh, Wind River, there's a lot of problems and a lot of abuse of drugs and substances in these cultures because when you're disenfranchised from your own property, it's probably easy, easy to be depressed. So that, that was definitely a great way to weigh in because he walked away from it, you know, and, and because his focus was the puzzle, not ignoring it and going back to, you know, uh, his, his loops, if you will. And that was a great way of Westworld really opening itself up to a narrative that people that were watching it needed to hear. The narrative of the quote unquote Native American, I call them First Nation because they were here first, uh, uh, through a robot's narrative, which makes you question, which makes you wonder. You know, who, what would have occurred if none of that ever would have happened on American soil? Would we have a much different history? Would, would, uh, would Canada still be a thing? Uh, Would fucking, would Mexico have branched out and, and would, would there have been wars between Mexico and, and, uh, Native American nations? there already was, so there was conquest already occurring, and, and I think the idea of Westworld is conquest, because at the end of it there, the the idea of Dolores is achieved, she wants to have her conquest she wants to con- uh, conquer the world fucking fascinating stuff, man, really makes me think Um, so that Westworld's great Check it out Uh, I definitely think that you should go ahead and also tune in to Handmaid's Tale and also read the uh, read read the novels novel novel, excuse me Uh, the novel came first Uh, so you should definitely um, definitely read that first sorry let me go ahead and close these windows I'm getting lost in my in my own news here I apologize this is not the greatest episode All right close that All right cool here we go Um Handmaid's hill All right uh I don't want to go too deep into it cuz I don't want to ruin it for you but I will say uh so far that um it's strange the parallels between uh what's occurring in our world right now and what's occurring in, in a fictional IP but the events that have occurred in Handmaid's Tale were once reality. Cults? Fuck yeah. Um More importantly, Catholicism? I was raised Catholic. That shit's a cult. That's for sure. No offense to you Catholics but man I went through confirmation, ID, de- and, and, and whatnot, and CCD at, after after school lessons, right? Bible study, whatnot, and I defected from the faith because it's crazy. Then I find I'm Jewish, and I realized, oh, all right, well, there's really something genetically, and I th- I think uh, there's a lot of really interesting facets and comparisons to, quote-unquote, old ways. Old ways that societies would conduct themselves. Hell, Armenia is a great example of how a society used to conduct itself, and then it was no longer, and now look at, look at Armenia. Look at, what, look at what's occurring over there. It's a fucking renaissance of a culture. Yes, the, the reasons of the occurrence of having to develop new ministries, of politics and infrastructure... And more importantly, just having programs in place for cities, provinces, and districts, and being able to really develop what uh, the, I suppose, um, where where you want to have your living, your your where you want to be able to place your sewage, your water, and really develop cool lands, and again, I- infrastructure in every in capacity. Because Armenia was... It, it's, it's a great example of what you can do with a society that has to come back from nothing. And Handmaid's Tale is essentially... Because, you know, the world fell, if you will. And the United States of America ended up being its islands. And a lot smaller. Because Gilead ended up fucking shit up. So this old society took over and what occurred. Nothing good, but it's a fantastic uh, anth- uh, anthropological study, and I, I, I would definitely consider it a study in mental health of, and how you have to uh, exist and function. The mechanics of the socio uh, socioeconomics and, and cultur- cultural Occurrences that, that have to occur now and again, where, where you have to have allowances for certain types of behavior. Uh, it's, it definitely, it's definitely interesting to wonder what would happen to a land that was redeveloped. And what would people do on it? And Handmaid's Tale is telling a, a story that feels all too familiar. And maybe I was just going, that was a loquacious way of getting there. <laughs> which is very possible. I'm very excited about this episode tonight, but I'm also terrified because, man, it's hard to watch. It's a hard IP. I end up I end up doing something afterwards because it's just so so rich, so full. But congrats to everybody that's working on it right now because Hulu is giving you all the freedom, and it must be great to have that kind of freedom. To to not necessarily do whatever you want. But you can kind of have a have a little more say in how you conduct yourself as as while you're performing, whether it's in front of the camera, behind the camera, pre-production, post-production, and the cutting room floor. What 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 takes are being used, and what directors have what say in what episodes? Because each episode has a, has a different vision. Some have great great use of lighting and mirrors, and really uh. Really being able to use the space in a minimal capacity because everything's so starkly colored and this uh, reality, so it's certainly interesting to see what people are doing to go ahead and do a lot with so little and that brings us to World Cup. Germany is out. Germany is out indeed. Wow, two to zero. And that game was fucking boring. So South Korea just poured it on. Uh, Iceland, Croatia, uh, Croatia moved on. They tied, uh, they, they, they played masterfully. Uh, Brazil uh, beat the shit out of Serbia today. That was a great game. Uh, Costa Rica, Switzerland tied it up. Uh, Sweden kicked the shit out of Mexico. Uh, Mexico, unfortunately, have reached the last 16 in each of the uh, last eight World Cup tournaments they have taken part in. Uh, Sweden is, is definitely moving on. And let me, let me see. Mexico still advances because they have enough points. They have to have points to stay in. Uh, funny thing is, South Korea beat Germany. They don't move on at all. It's so weird that uh, that um, it's that it's it's just a strange practice. I I don't know why that's a practice, but I mean if it's better to go out on a win than it is you know not not winning, so right on. Uh, but it was still worth worth watch. So congrats to South Korea. That that was definitely worth my time. Uh, tomorrow, Sen- Senegal, Colombia at seven. And Japan and Poland at uh 7 a.m. I'm gonna flip back between both of them because um they both they both need two points to move on, Senegal and Japan. Poland has no points. Um so that they're they're effectively out. But this is this is a, a really close match, so uh thirty six percent in favor of japan and thirty percent draw thirty four percent to poland so we're gonna see what what happens uh colombia uh has three points so they definitely need to have some magic happen and let me see uh senegal twenty one percent draw twenty seven percent colombia to win by fifty two percent but they only have uh three points so they need to really really uh really score some points during the game cuz that's how you that's how you move on uh match points two for the last game win one that's three points one loss um that that brings you to uh sorry excuse me uh let me let's 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 check something out let's nerd and learn on something today um What's with the World Cup scoring system? Three points for a win and a standard is a standard used in many sports leagues and group tournaments, especially in, a, in association football in which three rather than two points are awarded to the team winning a match with no points awarded to the losing team. Um, let's see what CBS can do for us. it can be quite confusing, this stuff. Right here we go. All right. Um. So Uruguay has a total of nine points. Three goal points, three wins, six. Uh. Plus five is nine. What? All right. I'm out of my lane officially. I don't know the scoring system. That's stupid. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I don't get it. But I I know that Germany's out, so that's a bummer. Um, Let's go back to my lane and just talk about what I'm excited about. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's see. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Senegal and Colombia. Congratulations to the the teams making it this far. Uh, England and Belgium at 11 a.m. That's going to be a lot of fun. Let's go, England and Panama and Tunisia. That's going to be a lot of fun. England's chance of winning, 31%. Sorry, thirty-seven percent over Belgium's thirty-one percent, thirty-two percent draw, uh, and yeah, I think I think we'll be able to pull that one off. Panama twenty-one percent, twenty-six percent. Uh, Tunisia fifty-three percent chance of winning, and Tunisia needs to make some real magic happen if they want to move on. They got to score some serious points, and that effectively takes us to the end of the show. Thanks, everybody. I really appreciate you all hanging out. Uh, even though I was a little out of my lane talking about the World Cup. But, you know, what, what, what can you do? I do want to give a shout out to a local hero, uh, Jordan Williams. Congrats, buddy. That's you. Jordan Williams is a MMA fighter. Uh, I consider him professional. He fought on Dana uh, last night's uh, June 20, 26, 2018. Dana White's looking for a fight Tuesday, uh, Tuesday Night Contender Series, uh, and his fight went on too long. It went three rounds, so unfortunately he didn't get signed, but he won. And Dana said he's in the right. He's in a. He's in a good place. So it was worth his time to be there. So I think so. I enjoyed his fight, but he definitely could have finished it early. Unfortunately, that's kind of what the tail of the tape showed, uh, but that, you know, to, to my own, uh, I got my own faults, you know, and I, I had an interview on Monday. I didn't show up for it. Right. Because unfortunately, uh, I don't know, man, my discs, they, uh, they got the best of me. So I, I was a little, I wasn't myself and it, I mean, I thought it went great, but whatever. Apparently not. And that's fine. You, got, you gotta, you got you know, roll with the punches and be okay with the fact that you're not always the shit. Because I know I'm not. And I don't want to be the shit constantly because shit stinks and then eventually goes dry and it turns to dust just like when Thanos snaps his fingers. That's what happens when you have the full gauntlet with all his tons. <laughs> you turn shit to dust. <laughs> uh, but really... Uh, let me, let me be honest. I'm not worried necessarily because in, in a world where we don't really know why things are occurring that are terrible, all you can really do is do what you're doing with a smile and a nod and more importantly, being able to know that you can make your life better by approaching the next day, uh, in, in a capacity that will, Make people's lives better because you're not an asshole and you know that you're a decent human being and you can make, you can pick yourself up, dust off, and more importantly, move on and go to the next interview on Thursday for a much better job. So, there you go. Maybe get a workout in, maybe you go see Sicario on June 29th. Congratulations to Josh Brolin I'm very excited to talk about that a little more Maybe you go see A Man and the Wasp On Friday, July 6th Maybe uh, you uh, go see Tag It just came out June 15th Jim Moran is in it So of course it's worth the time Hannibal Burris, friend of the podcast John Hamm, the lovely John Hamm uh, at Ed Helm And homie, I forget his name I feel bad or uh, maybe you go see the first Purge on July fourth. Maybe you go see Hereditary. Kevin Smith said it wasn't that bad. Uh, maybe you go see Superfly. You know, there's there's a lot that you can go see. There's a lot you can go do. There's a lot of things that you can do to cheer yourself up, and a lot a lot of different cool ways you can read some new books. Read Neil deGrasse's Astrophysics for People in a Hurry, and you can remind yourself how small you are in this vast vast vast, vast universe, because, well, let's face it, the world, it's a big place, but it's a gigantic universe, so if you're reaching for the heavens, you have to start at home, because that's really important, folks, don't get ahead of yourself, remind yourselves that life isn't bad, life is actually pretty good. Because you're still alive, you don't have you don't have any illnesses, hopefully. and maybe just maybe you're capable of doing some really really cool things like uh, I don't know you can do a podcast, you can listen to one, you can go for a run. you can do a lot of different things folks. Keep your heads up. Thanks for listening. Check out the Patreon, Patreon.com-Nerdin at Nerdin. Sorry, at Nerd and Learning on Twitter at Nerdin and Learning on Instagram. Whoa! Let's try that again.